welcome back to Keeping It Candid, our weekly pop culture podcast. Sophie has looking at me like... Just because you went in on the, the intro, you just like, I, just, I don't want to do it. I just need to get shit done today. I'm so busy. Okay. <laughs> She's gone. So yeah, anyway, with uh, Minnie Cotton and me, <laughs> Sophie Milner. Oh, yeah. God. How's your week been, Millie? My week has been just... A little bit all over the place. I've um I've had a mad one to be honest, not in a good way necessarily. Wait, shall we say the big exciting news first? Oh yeah, so we've Crap, just how can we forget? We've just spent um the morning setting up our live podcast event. Woo! And I'm sitting, throw some excitement in there. Yeah, sitting here being like, shit, what if no one buys tickets? I have a massive fear of basically. I won't plan my birthday when it's my birthday. I usually attempt to leave the country or go away somewhere or just kind of eschew any responsibility of planning a birthday because I have an intense fear of people not showing up or people having a bad time yeah. so two things one birthday when I was young my best friend was like I'm having a really bad time and I grabbed my phone and I was like call your parents and go home then Christina how old were you? like seven, six, six or seven <laughs> yeah I was it scarred me ever since and then another thing was when we planned a leaving party for my friend when I was 14 she was moving to a different part of the country mm. so we like did it all as a surprise and did yeah. it in like the local like church hall or something and everyone said they were going to come and quite a lot of people didn't show up and she was she was so happy she cried because it was a surprise and it was so she was so good for her but because I was like so many people had said they'd come and they didn't show up I was like I've also been scarred from that so yeah so I had a, a, a similar thing but for my 18th birthday party oh so I threw this like big like big bash but the bar wasn't free basically and I picked this like stupidly bougie place and it was super expensive so people kept like coming in saying hi and then going to drink elsewhere being like oh we'll come back in a bit like once we're a bit more drunk because it was so expensive no way and so I probably had like I don't know almost probably around 75 people like come through but all at different times oh yeah okay and so that was awful but I don't know I do have birthday parties sometimes but this year yeah I couldn't be bothered either yeah you did I went away yeah you did I did to you yeah it's uh didn't escape but yeah so basically doing the live podcast is a little bit like hosting a birthday but instead of the pressure of nobody likes just one person that's a professional pressure nobody has a professional pressure and it's like hey nobody likes both of us combined (laughs) yeah but I feel like that softens the blow if it was like if it was just one of us fine but two of us mutually hated it's fine (laughs) so basically a small bag please buy a ticket (laughs) it's not expensive and it is at W London which is obviously really nice in their theatre um and it should just be a nice night. Yeah, it'll be really fun. I mean, I will be shitting myself. I will be so nervous. But I think it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. There'll be like a Q&A session and things like that. So yeah, we're really terrified. But second of all, we're excited. Very excited. But anyway, back to how your week was. Tell so, all. So yes, my week. It was very weird, actually, because I went from um, getting very excited about completing my copper pan set, which I've been like curating over the past six months, because they're so expensive. So I've been buying them. They are expensive. Like, at a time. So anyway, I then, I went. Treat yourself. Weirdly, at sort of like 2am on Tuesday, I, I couldn't sleep. So I was like, I wonder how my copper pans are doing. I'll just give them a visit online. And they were all half price. So I got three pans for the price of one. And I literally was buzzing. <laughs> Um, by the way, this is still keeping it candid podcast here and not like woman at home podcast. Uh, what have you done with Millie Cotton? I 
yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so I didn't sleep until about four. And then, but wait for it, the next day, Hannah and I, um, Hannah Louise F, we went to a couple of events and we got really pissed. It was a Wednesday night, like got home at 3.30. And then the next day I had to go to a diesel press day and then like a couple of other parties. But anyway, I got into Central and I was sick in Leicester Square at 5 p.m. So I went from wow, grown up Millie to party Millie, to, to Millie. Oh Millie within God. 24 hours. Amazing, it's all about balance. I feel like are we just at a weird age where I'm not quite sure what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that's the most fun thing about it. You can be like that. It's a kind. It's I a don't race. think anyone can be throwing up at five p.m. on a Thursday in Leicester Square and say that's okay. But here we are, and I'm sharing. And yeah, so it was. I literally threw up and then went into the diesel, being like, "Hello, I'm fine." Wow. I know. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. And then um, I had like a big Armani party, which was so cool. Oh Did a soul really fun. Well, there was a big Fendi party. Not invited. Wasn't invited. Oh. Everyone in the world was invited. Was not invited. I wasn't invited. So, everyone but us. Okay. I mean, this is a, a common theme. This, this, bodes, <laughs> this bodes well for our party that we're having next Monday. <laughs> oh, God. I was fine, though. I had a couple... Like I um, So, I, I bought some medicine to settle my stomach and then continued to drink. Well done. Mm. Impressive. So that was my week. It was, um, yeah. It sounds good. It sounds very sociable. Oh, yeah. Super sociable. Probably a bit too sociable. That's okay. That's okay. How was your week? My week was really good. I went to Verona uh, in Italy. Oh, yeah. For the Calzedonia summer show. And Calzedonia, obviously, like a a tights brand. And they do, well, they do intimacy when they do lingerie and swimwear. So it was really, really fun. So it was just a one-night trip. And the weather was atrocious when we arrived, but we got straight there. We got straight, like, had an hour at the hotel to get changed, went went back. And it was, oh, it was, it was, I didn't realise it was such a big thing. It was like watching a Victoria's Secret show. Do you want to know what? I will admit, you know, I will, I, I had a really great time. I can, I will probably, all the models were very tall and slim. Yeah. Body diversity didn't really exist. I was Racial say, diversity yeah, was wasn't there any sort of... Because they're, they're, they're an Italian brand, aren't they? So, yeah, there wasn't... I think the, notoriously Italian, like Milan Fashion Week is notoriously bad. Yeah, it was pretty... It was predominantly white and it was a little bit... I don't know, there were a couple bits in it which... I don't know, it just felt a little bit old school. But it was... Like, it was still a really, really great show to watch. And also, it was kind of refreshing because all the models, it was like... They all you could they all you could still see they all had like cellulite and stuff like that. And yeah. I was there, like it's nice to kind of feel like that they all had stretch marks, they all had cellulite, and it was mm. kind of at least nice and refreshing to know that they're not having all of that painted over and yeah. stuff and like covering. Do they do that? Do they paint over I've seen like, like the people paint over stretch marks before. Seriously? But surely yeah. it just shows yeah. through the paint. No, but it's that's very weird. Yeah. yeah. But it's uh, it was really it was really, really fun and the brand it was really cool getting to know the brands a bit more. And yeah, it was uh, it was lots of really awesome Italian food. Who did who else went? Who was on the trip? So there was Sinead and Lauren Crow and then there was Bianca from BBO Chic, who's also a blogger, mm-hmm. and Lalisa Mass, who's also a blogger, and then Ryan and Louise from Made in Chelsea, they were there too. 
who were actually they were so lovely. So wait, is um, Ryan? Yeah, Ryan's her boyfriend. Is Sam is her brother, right? Yeah, I love his Instagram account. Really, like, the, the spoofs of Louise. Oh god, they're hilarious. yeah, they are so funny. So he'll so like funny. put on a tight dress and yeah. create her Instagram posts. And I don't follow him, but I do actually go and like look on it every time. Yeah, and just, just be to like, see. Just want to see what the spoofs are. Yeah, it is. It is really really funny. So. um yeah, no, it was really, it was a really good trip actually. Um, so yeah, I'm jealous. It sounds nice. Yeah, it was a good little mid- midweek thing. So yeah, did you just go for one night? Just one night, and then I was back in at like ten in the evening. Yeah, and uh, the next day, but it was good. I so I really, it was. And Italy is gorgeous. Italy is beautiful. I isn't really it? need to spend more time in Italy this I've summer. I've only actually so. been there once. So I haven't. Yeah. Oh no, you should definitely go more. But no, I think that's pretty much all I've done. I went out for drinks last night and I didn't go to bed till 2am and I was up at 6am for a personal training to get to a personal training session. Are you kidding? You had a PT session before you came here? Yeah, 7am on Clapham Common. What? Yeah. You are mad. Yeah. On I, I, yeah. It was the only time she could fit me in. That's so hardcore. I know. I know. I mean, it wasn't that hardcore. I showed up and I spent most of my time tactfully <laughs> chatting because I was there like, I could cancel, but I will like lose all my money. So instead I'm going to walk there for half an hour, show up and just chat to my PT for an hour and then leave. <laughs> that is so impressive though. I yeah. thought about getting up early for a run and I just couldn't do it. Oh God. Didn't happen. It's not the thing, but it's a money incentive. If I was going to lose that money, yeah. if someone was like, you're going to lose true. 60 quid, you would get out of bed probably. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, because my gym classes cost £15 when I miss them, and I don't miss them because yeah. I purposely book them so that I then can't yeah. miss them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just, you know, a healthy way to exercise. <laughs> <laughs> just forcing yourself into it. It's like exactly. sort of semi-bribery. Yeah. But, yeah, and then tonight I'm going out with my friends, which actually kind of brings us a little bit onto the topic of friends, mm. because I'm actually going out with my friends tonight. I really kind of... You don't go out that much I no. feel like so, no. but then neither do I anymore though I'm I'm more like I feel like I've grown out of it than I anything, think but. it's really weird I hate, it's a question that I hate people asking me you know when like a guy's like so what like where do you go out and I'm there like <sighs> I don't know when when do I go out is the question and they're like you do go out don't you and like, the thing yeah. is for, for us a lot of the time we will end up going out say we'll go to an event We'll go to an event, have drinks yeah. there. That might lead on to a bar or something. And, and that, I feel like, is like enough being social, although this week is particularly social. Yeah. You know. And I think it's... But it is one of those things. I, had, I really sat down and I thought about it recently. I was like, when was the last time I went properly out? Mm. And I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. And it was like, I, I keep... I feel like I'm at this point where I keep pestering my friends. And I feel like I'm pestering my friends to hang out with me. And I think it's really sad. And I had this discussion when I was back at Issa with one of my other friends in my old friendship group from back home. And she was like, I get the impression you're the only single friend in your group. And I was like, hmm, what gives you that impression? She's like, well, you're never really out with anyone. I feel like such a fucking loser. Like, I honestly do. Like, it's like, I... I think that I don't know like I don't want to seem like I'm criticising people in a relationship obviously you're in a relationship and you live with like Cal lives here so I feel like it's an easy default when people are saying hey let's go out and do something yeah it's an easy default for them to be like oh no, I can't tonight or make an excuse whereas I live yeah, alone I guess I live alone so it's always I'm always like I always want to go out and do things mm. I always like, I, I do love my own space but I'm in it a lot so I want to be I, you have to make yourself sociable and go out and oh yeah absolutely because you guys get like trapped and not doing anything which I yeah. do sometimes in, like, yeah. I have a week every month where I hate everyone it's definitely like a hormones thing <laughs> no, like I'm being deadly serious I don't like anyone I really like people irritate me to hell and this one week it happens like on the same day every single month and 
I can't stand people. Can we make sure we don't record the podcast? Oh, we've day? definitely You're recorded just... the podcast, like, during. <laughs> oh, God. I done. I'm just, like, I'm quite good at hiding it, but, like, I really... T- it's so weird. Mm. But, um... And, yeah, I think it must be, like, hormones. Definitely hormones. What else would that be? I don't hate everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. But I think friendship's such an interesting thing right now in our 20s, and I've been reading quite a lot about it and about how phones and this is something people have said in general about social media and phones and smartphones and how people are always on their phones but they'll like never text you back do you have that with your friends you'll text somebody and i have a couple of friends who are like that and i can be notoriously bad at doing it as well yeah if i don't reply to a message straight away i will forget yeah yeah and that's not me being like Obviously, it's being shitty, but it's like it's not shitty on purpose. It's like if I don't do it instantly, you can expect yeah. me to not do it for hours because I'll forget that yeah. it happened. Of course. And the thing is, like when you send the message to somebody, if you don't open it or if you do, but then you get several other messages about other things throughout yeah. the day. And if you don't reply straight away, it pushes it down your feed and you're not necessarily going to keep scrolling. Like mm. currently, I've got. 28 unopened chats on Are you my kidding? WhatsApp. Yeah. 28. Yeah, and I I you know, I criticize people for doing this to me. I hate messaging people and being like, "Hey, yeah. like what are you doing this weekend?" and then just I think it's so rude to not reply and I feel really hurt by it. Mm. But then actually I'm just scrolling through and I'm having a little look and I haven't replied to a friend who is asking me about my trip. Yeah. And I just haven't opened it yet. And I think it's just because I was busy. I was rushing around, but then yeah. also I think I guess it's because she's just asking me how my trip was. It's not like she like they're asking so me what I'm, of, yeah, like right. you know if I'm doing. They don't want to. They're not asking to meet up and do stuff. So you can reply to that at kind of any time. Yeah. Um. No, I can't have unread notifications on my phone. I have like even if it's emails, it gets me in big trouble because I don't reply to them instantly, and so then I forget about them. My memory is so bad. Yeah. But I I hate like having any sort of like red bubbles on my phone. Oh, I used to be like that, I and really then it, it got it. to a point where I was like, I can't actually like open, go through and open these, or like, I was like, archive, archive, and it was just getting too much, which at least that makes me sound like I'm popular, I'm getting loads of notifications. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I love how that you're whinging, and I've never had, I think, a moment in my life where I've yeah. ever had 28 unopened But then, but then isn't that like kind of slightly ironic that I feel a bit like lonely and I don't have a social life yeah. but my like I'm get, I've got all these messages so it's, you realize it's probably totally all to do with you and not other people then no but it's not <laughs> it's, I feel like it's got to the point where I'm always the one in the in the group chats being like hey what's everyone doing this weekend and most people don't reply like see don't, I don't, don't even reply. really have any group chats anymore this is like I think that's really really sad isn't it but like I have two group chats one with like friends who I don't actually know very well they're Mm. like just um they're like some of Cal's mates and my mates but we don't necessarily hang out with them that often but we have that group chat and then like a school one but we don't I've like very much just speak to all of my friends individually yeah yeah which is a fucking nightmare because it's like very long (laughs) but then I think I think it's interesting that Friend, I think friendships go through a lot in your twenties. You yeah, go from, you go from like be like leaving university and having that core social group that you live with and that you're mm. seeing all the time. And then when you move to places like a new city or you move to London, you end up you, a lot of cases doing house shares with strangers that might not always end up being your friends. Because you lived in a see, I've never lived in a house with strangers. Like mm. so, I've always lived with really good mates. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
But you lived in a house share where you didn't... Yeah, I lived in a house share. I knew one girl, and then, yeah. but I didn't know the other two. So, and then there was another time where I was living and my friend moved out and I had to, it was a two bed place, so I had mm. to replace with just a random girl. Um, and she was, she was lovely, but she just yeah. kept herself to herself. So it Well, was, that's the thing, it's like, you must get lonely, yeah. I think. Yeah, oh, definitely. Living by yourself, would you say that you get lonely? You or? know what, I would actually, you know, say a couple months ago, I would have said no. Mm. But now, yeah, I think I actually really do. And I think... I'm not sure if it's because I felt like I had a really bad month last month in terms of like my mental health and stuff and I felt like I was struggling quite a lot. Yeah. That really, really emphasised it. I think, but before then I hadn't felt like it. I was like, no, I love my own space. It's actually so nice lying on the sofa and being and putting the TV on and thinking, thank fuck I don't need to fucking talk to anyone. But then I don't feel like that with anyone that I live with. So it's, you know how that's, I don't know, but I feel like when you find people that you're so comfortable that like, I come home and doors will know if I am not in the mood to talk. Yeah. And like, that's fine also. But then also if I come home and I'm upset, she's here for a cuddle. So it's like... Yeah, that's... that's. I think it's just living with people who you are just so comfortable with. Yeah, and I think... But then also I think one thing I realised that I don't... I mean, there would be no room for... I think Mm -hmm. I would get really stressed out living with somebody in my flat. There would be no no room for somebody. So I think... I can't wait to move out. Yeah. I can't pretend that it's, you know... Yeah, but I know what you mean. Like, it is. There have been times where I've had like a really shit day, and you don't, you know, you might wake up and you're in a bad mood, but you don't, and like, you know it. And then as soon, it's like when I go, I'll meet Gemma, I'll be, I'll wake up and I'll be in a really bad mood, and I don't know what's wrong with me. And then I'll meet Gemma, and as soon as I'm with human company, it changes everything, and I'm yeah. totally fine. And then it's so, I mean, I'm very rare, I'm very rarely spend a day where I'm all by myself mm. all day and if I do I'm a bit like oh so weird yeah I start to get a bit mental if I haven't like opened my mouth and yeah. spoken <laughs> yeah I think to be honest I've always been a very kind of like not solitary person as such but I have spent a lot of time alone like in my old house share yeah. I was always alone I when I first moved to London for the first two months I lived alone things like that I so. think it's also the nature of our jobs as well we mm-hmm. do a lot by yeah. ourselves at home yeah definitely by ourselves yeah like if you think about it we both did masters so we were both studying we were like you know freelancing so you're alone yeah. a lot so I only had an office job for a year and a half so yeah. it's you yeah, could, I've never had an office yeah job. I've obviously interned and I like, yeah. worked in like places like yeah. Marks and Spencer and stuff when I was younger but no, I've never had that like actual office yeah. environment. You definitely, really. you I mean, you definitely get used to it. That's the thing, and I think that's why. Like even my mum says, "Oh, you're so like me. You just like your own space." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay." No, I see. I like. I love my own. I don't think I would deal well in an office mm. job at all. Mm. I just because I'm. I think I'm an. Oh, I never know which way this is. Whether I'm an introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert. Basically, I love being in people's company once I'm there, but like the actual getting mm-hmm, me there mm-hmm. bit, and I find it really tiring. Mm. So, like social situations, I love them and I give them my all, and like I have a great time, but then I come away and I feel exhausted. That's so interesting. It like it really makes me very tired. Wow. So, I have to like almost recharge. So, to be around people all day, I think would. I don't think I'd be able yeah. to do it. Yeah. No, see, I, I did... Oh, but then that makes me think, because I really actually did enjoy it. Mm. That was... I used to love coming in and seeing people. I was in the chattiest group in the office, much to the disdain of many other people in the office. <laughs> and I mean, I used to... When I was in uni, I lived with nine... There was nine of us in total. Yeah, I, I couldn't was like, do that. Yeah, I which is... I mean, that. oh my God, I could not do that now. But at the time, I loved it. So it is really weird. I think... I think, I guess, you're not... Ne- I think sometimes you're not necessarily one more than the other. It's just perhaps 
being adaptable to it but yeah I definitely feel like I've become a lot needier recently on my friends and wanting to spend time with them but I think yeah, but there's no such thing as being needy and wanting to, that's not a thing I know I know but then that makes me I always I don't like feeling like I'm depe- I have to depend on people yeah and I think that yeah but you should that's not a bad thing I know like, why, yeah like what's wrong with depending on people I know I don't Apart from when they let you down, and that's the worst. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. But yeah, I don't know if it goes back to that weird thing that we spoke about when I was like, oh, when you were like, oh, I don't think you're that emotional. And like, I, I, I don't know, like maybe I do have a weird issue about like depending on people because I feel like I can't, I'm scared that they're going to leave me or something. I don't know. Maybe. Fucking hell. Who knows? What a therapy session. I need to see a therapist. I've got so many issues. I still uh, see my therapist like once a month. Yeah, I think it's good. Oh, it's so good. It's I feel like, like I'd like a therapist. Sometimes. It's not even necessarily for any, you know, it's, I don't have any big issues no. essentially. I just, if I have something, I'm like, oh, let's iron that out. That's yeah. easy. Let's oh, talk I think about it's it. so, I think it's really healthy actually. And I think I I saw a tweet saying something like, you, you spend, you know, £55 seeing a personal trainer for mm. your physical well being why is it so weird to spend that money on doing something for your mental well-being? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think it's weird at no, all. I just, I do, it's, I hate parting with the money for it, but no, yeah, I do do of it. course. <laughs> but it's like, it's the way that they, like, it's, society's kind of made us see it as that. And I, I looked at that and I was like, whoa! I was like, that's like a really, like, that's, that was quite eye-opening for me. I was like, that's mm. suck, yeah, that's so, that's such a fair point. Like, I feel like in Britain, we're so used to being kind of, keep your emotions in and yeah i think it's i think it's very unhealthy very unhealthy what were we actually meant to be talking about friendship friendship friends, <laughs> friends in your 20s friends in your 20s would but. you say that your friendship like the dynamics have totally changed because i would say that like i now don't feel like i have a i've got a group of schoolmates but we all live around the country mm. so they're my friends from school from like literally from when i was like 16 and we're all still friends and it's lovely but none of us live close together so when we get we get together for like big occasions like um the hendu that i went to recently yeah and then you know the wedding and we'll be next i think it's in june so then we'll then see each other then yeah like we hadn't seen each other for two years but we literally slotted straight back into it. It was the weirdest yeah. thing. Because yeah. I was like, our lives are so different now. But it's so nice that you can go back to that. Yeah, it was, that. it was so weird. Because I wasn't expecting it at all. They say that thing that like if you're friends with, with somebody for five years, you'll probably be friends with them for the rest of your life. Or, yeah, but I you think... also say that. And I think I've told you about it before. But my best friend like totally ghosted me that's so fucked up i still don't know how or why like there's obviously specific reasons i can imagine contributed to it like i was a nightmare for 10 years like but i still a difficult friend i think like a very difficult friend but i think to then to ghost someone is a friend oh your best friend i think there's nothing i think that's the most heartbreaking thing it was and i'm I'm obviously i'm still not over it i don't think i will ever be over it because until i know why it happened yeah how can you ever, like, get over something no, like that? something like that. Someone that you've been friends with. It makes me feel like an long. awful person because I'm kind of, like, if I've, I don't know, driven one of the people that I cared about most away and I don't know the reason why. I think of But friendship. it's something that I feel like I, I, I think it's more on her than it is on yeah. me, unfortunately, because yeah. I don't think that's a healthy way to treat anyone. No. Like, if you don't, if you don't really like someone that much anymore or you think they're not good for you or, you know, it's become, like, a toxic friendship, fine, but... 
break up with them like have a friendship breakup don't just stop talking to them and then block them on everything with no explanation it's very weird friendship breakups are like the worst, the worst. i honestly i can't i can't imagine i have i have this like bad dream so obviously me and Gemma are so close now and mm. i think that's another weird thing i kind of thought maybe a year and a bit ago i was like wow i think i've i've reached peak friend now i was like i think this is like the last friend making i don't i can't imagine myself making another really really close friend because yeah. I've just gone full time blogging I was like I'm not really around people how will I really meet somebody and then actually like I started hanging around with Gemma more and then we've just become like inseparable we're so yeah. close now and I just had this I had this like weird thought and I was like what if Gemma didn't want to be my friend anymore because you hear about bloggers who work together and they're friends and they fall out and, yeah. and then we always say we're like oh my god I'd be devastated I'd cry so much if like we, you didn't want to hang out with me like mm. it'd be the most heartbreaking thing and I thought it's about like, it and it made me feel I don't so it sad it wouldn't happen though would no it? exactly but it's like one of those things that makes you think sometimes like what if, what if it did and it would be I, I thought that would be so much more upsetting and harder to deal with than going through a relationship breakup for me I would say they're kind of similar but at least with a relationship breakup you actually generally tend to get an explanation yeah like yeah. I don't see how it's acceptable to just stop talking to someone and I not can't tell them why you did not get an explanation for that oh it's like it's honestly the worst thing that's ever happened to me like hands down without a doubt I, yeah, I feel awful about it. That's a 10... So you were best friends for like 10 years? Yeah, since we were like 11. That's like... A f- and it happened probably like two... But three then that's years the thing. ago. So this, three I'm, years ago this summer. Imagine, obviously they are different relationships, but imagine if you were... That was somebody you were in a romantic relationship with for 10 years mm-hmm. and they just ghosted you well no it's like someone just vanished like from your life it's like i don't think you can call it ghosting when you've been in like each other's lives so that no moment. no it's not like a, a good enough term it's like it's like literally just yeah disappearing it was really weird really wow. weird wow i know very very strange do you think it's really hard to make new friends at this age good friends no, I don't. I think that all the friends that I make now are good friends. I don't really make, nice. like, surface-level friendships because That's I really don't have time nice. for it. No, <laughs> and I'm not that kind of person either. Like, I will very much either be someone's, like, very good friend or not really bother. Yeah. Because I would rather just have, like, good relationships with people than, you know, lots of sort of surface yeah. relationships. That's not the kind of... Like, I'm annoyingly deep and, like, boring anyway, so... Yeah, I don't sit well with, like, just having sort of, like, platonic friendships. Yeah. It has to be, like, more to it. No, I think that's really, really nice. I think that's... I think... That's... I think when you get to our age, you... You know, mid-twenties. Mid to late-twenties. You're mid to late-twenties. You're only late-twenties when you're 28 and 29. (laughs) Okay. Okay? Okay? I'm not going to be saying this. When we turn 28, I'm not going to be saying this. It's going to be like, no! I'm still Uh. mid-twenties. But I feel... I feel like... It's you. We are. Time is so fucking precious. It's so precious that you don't want to be wasting time with mm. people that really aren't amazing. And when yeah. you were saying the thing like, "Oh, I haven't got that many surface like level friendships," and I was thinking, "Fuck, do I?" But really, yeah, but I thought about not. it. I was like, "I do. I do have a few people that I'm friends with, and I'll hang out with them. We're not that realistically that close." Yeah. But there's very few of them because I can't be bothered to spend my time with people. I, I mean, just feel like I don't have enough time for myself let yeah. alone people that I can't be asked to sp- and that's what I found recent not recently actually but over the past year and it's made me such a happier person is saying no to things I don't want to do yeah but I think it takes a lot of effort to like say no and not have a reason bar the fact that you just don't want to do yes. something it does you always feel like you've got to come up with an excuse like, but oh. I, do, I don't do it now I'm just like I'm, I can't I'm yeah yeah like that's it and that's that should be enough my main friendship group in London is probably I'm kind of 
It's a bit split, so I've got two. I've got my home friends who now live in London. Yeah, so you're so lucky, mine don't live and in then, London. Yeah, and then I've got my university friends, the girls that I lived with, who all now live in London, and most of them all live southwest. Mm. But is that thing, and I... Ugh, we have just... We're basically just coming out of a fucking miserable winter, and I remember yeah. last year, I didn't... I went about a good couple of months without seeing some of them. Yeah. And that's the same as it goes for now, whereas in the summer, I was seeing them, like, every weekend, pretty much. Well, I so, guess it'll probably happen again, Yeah, right? so I'm the, hoping the that. So I hope, I hope it does change... I do, hope it does change things, but it is... I look back, and it is when... I love them all so much, and when we hang out, it is pretty much all the same, apart from conversations kind of steer more towards mortgages rather than... <laughs> Like other things, so it is. And copper I, pans, copper pans, things like that. So, but I think that's just the whole point of like growing up. It is going to happen, and it's it's so nice to be able to have that group of friends mm. here. And that's why I'm probably not necessarily that bothered about going out and like finding other friends as such, yeah. because it's like I've got this solid friendship group of people that realistically I might not be seeing all the time, but I can call them and be like. <laughs> and they'll be there I guess yeah. I think that's kind of what I've realised as well is that I have you know a couple of people who I could ring in an emergency and they wouldn't give a shit and I'm like well I think you realise that your friends are for different things yes so I only maybe have like a couple of friends who are like that but I know who they are yeah. and I don't really tell them anything about my life yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. we have a nice time together we go out for drinks yeah. and like I've known them for a long time, that's the thing. It's like the kind of friends that if they were new, I probably wouldn't bother, but because mm-hmm. I've known them for ages, yeah. I we continue to hang out. And we like we do get on so well, and I do love them, but they are for like a very different reason to like my other friends who I rely on totally. Yeah. 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 I think it's important to have friends for, for different things. You've kind of got that friend that you go to when you have a bit of a crisis and you need mm. some blunt, like you know a blunt blunt reasoning you've got your friend that you go to who's if you kind of need someone to sugarcoat something for you and be all like oh no it's okay it's It's gonna be fine like you know someone who's gonna do that and then you've got a friend who it's I mean I'm not I'm not gonna say who it was but I had a friend who she she got pregnant and Mm. she's got some friends who have uh, like kids yeah and then she's got a group of friends and a few of them have kids and then she's got then another group of friends which I'm part of who really who don't have kids at all and are so far from it and when she got pregnant I was quite surprised that I was one of the first people she spoke to and in my head I was like is she choosing me because I'm the furthest from having a child out of everyone and that's what she's thinking in her head she needs the emotional support from somebody who will probably be like who no? I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. I, I would encourage her to have an abortion, but I yeah. was going to be like, "Hey, look, what do you want to do?" And if you said, "I don't think I want to keep Rather it," than, I would have been because if yeah. she went to her friends, join us in our kids' club. Yeah, she would have done that. So I think yeah. you definitely have friends for different things. It's important. It, it's it's kind of like a little bit. I hate to bring it back to this, but in Sex in the City, like each <laughs> one of them is a different Lucky person. <gasps> but it's true. Like it is. Like different people. You've got that. Like. Yeah. I feel quite bad for, like, Sex and the City at the moment because there's just all these, like, things that keep coming out the woodwork. Oh like, like, it was just the most terrible experience I ever. know, and it is sad because, obviously, I mean, I rewatched the series quite recently, well, the last three, and there was, fucking hell, there were so many issues with certain things, like, in it. But yeah, you could never make it now, could no, you? No, 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 absolutely not. But there is a good sort of, I don't know, a good framework of a female friendship group. Yeah, absolutely. It is. It really, really is. And I do, I still absolutely adore it. Hmm. But that's why it's heartbreaking to find out these women who were supposed to be the best, best, best of friends and each other's soulmates Mm -hmm. and actually 
some of them hated each other completely. Yeah. And I was like, fucking kudos to them for doing it so well. I know. I mean, they absolutely <laughs> sold us a dream of female friendship there, didn't they? They so. did. It's all a lie. Yeah. No, kidding. Just kidding. I think that's all we have time for this week because I'm off to DJ for a New Balance event. That's going to be so fun. It will be fun. I'm looking forward to it. It's um, in Shoreditch and yeah, I'm going to have some drinks, do some music. Sounds good. Uh-huh. Can't wait. And I'm going to go and do some shopping and then see my friends tonight. Yay! How are you, you going to do shopping? You, will you, I, like, how? I'm going to sit in my pants on my sofa <laughs> and eat some, probably a delivery and do some online shopping because that is the life that I live. Sounds dreamy. It does. It's a great way to spend Saturday. Yeah, oh, so thank you everyone for listening. Please subscribe. And, and go buy a ticket and oh. come and meet us, please. Oh, God. <laughs> Please. I really want to act cool about this and that. Like, oh my god, yeah, no, it's gonna be fine. Like, of course, we were gonna buy tickets, but I, don't I mean, I am panicking. Yeah. No, I am. I'm totally panicking. But yeah. So, and if that is the case, we will see you on Monday the twenty third at W because we're not doing a podcast for that day. We are just doing the live one. Yeah. And then we we'll release it a couple of days after. Yeah. So uh, we will hopefully see you then. If not, um, better luck next time. <laughs> Thanks, bye. (laughs) Bye.